I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. The following program is brought to you by your friends at Podcast One. Podcast One presents... House of Kim with Kim Zolciak Bierman. Join Kim, her husband, and six children as she shares her journey to success and the positive mentality that brought her there. Come on in and make yourself at home. Now, here's your host, Kim Zolciak Bierman. Hi, you guys. Welcome to this episode of House of Kim. Man, it's been a crazy. It's crazy. been a crazy, you guys, honestly, it's been a crazy three or four weeks. I'm actually was just commenting to people on Instagram because they're like, you're slacking. Where's your damn podcast for today? <laughs> you guys, between honestly with the stuff kind of with Tracy and, and her appointments, and then we're going to talk about how I really hurt my back and that going to LA. Then we had to go to Miami. We've kind of been all over then Christmas and New Year's. And anyways, you guys, we are going to be back on schedule, back on track every Monday morning on your drive to work. You will have your podcast. And every Wednesday on your drive to work, you will have your podcast. I promise you from this day forward. Starting Wednesday. Starting Wednesday. Unless something crazy, you know, comes up. Speaking of Wednesday, you guys, again, we want all of your prayers for Tracy. She'll be having surgery Wednesday morning. Yes. Um, Fingers crossed. All is well. And I will keep you guys updated on that as well. And we really appreciate your sweet comments um, under my post and all of your support. The power of prayer is so significant. Honestly, I've always, I mean, I believe in God and, and I believe in prayer. And when this incident happened with Cash, I firmly believe that Cash um, healed and didn't deal with a quarter of the things he could have. Had it just been, you know, would you say, would you say most prayer is positive? Like you ever heard anybody pray? Like nobody's really praying negatively, right? Like, what would that be? Oh my God, I can't wait to my, I hope Debbie, my new, my ex-husband's new wife just shits the bed. Well, but that that could be positive for you. It's, you know, like I think if anybody's praying a prayer, it's typically mostly positive. So I think prayer positivity, positivity is everything, right? Because nobody's praying negatively. If, if somebody's saying a prayer, it's a prayer positive for them, right? It may be negative towards somebody else, but ultimately it's positive for them, right? Possibly. I mean, possibly. I do believe in the power of prayer, um, and I lived it Oh, yeah, because it's always so, positive. Yeah, so th- however the f*** you want to look at it, okay? <laughs> Prayers are usually positive, positive <laughs> speaking things into the universe create positive... Yes. A positive life. Yes. Positive thoughts create Outcomes. a positive life. Also, you guys, we have my beautiful baby girl, Brielle Bierman, joining us actually from the Bahamas on the phone because she feels the need to talk also about our trip in L.A. Um, and exactly what she went through uh, with me as well. So I just want you guys to know that Brielle and Corey will be ganging up on me, I'm sure. And uh, Absolutely I will, not. And I will oh, be telling hush. the truth. I'll be telling the oh, truth. hush. <laughs> okay, you guys. So listen. I, over the last six months, eight months or so, random times, nothing, there's no rhyme or reason to it, I will get this really bad back pain to where I literally can't walk. It's almost like I have to tuck my tailbone under, I'm hunched over, and I get these muscle spasms that are f***ing excruciating, and I can't walk upstairs half the time. I have to sit in like my makeup chair oddly. Um, it's like a running joke with my assistant, Brandon. But I call Dr. Malucci to the house, the chiropractor, the best chiropractor in the world. He comes, he fixes it, and I go about my day. No biggie, right? Well, obviously, a normal person would find out why I keep having these issues. Nope, not Kim. She just keeps moving forward. So... Well, I think it's not whether that you find out. We we assume that, you know, obviously something's kind of out of place, which it typically is, uh, because he's able to adjust it back and you well, go kind of back to your normal day, maybe 24, 48 hours later throughout the course of the last right. six months. 
Well, so, so when I had the twins, you guys, they're 29 minutes apart because Kaya was head first and Kane was born 29 minutes later. Breach. So out the hoo-ha, honey. So I do believe from that delivery, something happened to my tailbone because for the following year to a year and a half, I would have to slide out of chair. So like I would sit down and then my tailbone would hurt so bad that I'd kind of slide my ass out of the chair and like quickly stand up and deal with that jolt of pain. And I did that for like a year and a half. My film crew got me special pillows to sit on for interviews. That kind of helped. But I dealt with like agonizing pain quickly, like two seconds. And I'm a tough cookie, so I never really dealt with it. And it's gotten better over the last few years right and so mind you that's been a little over five years so periodically it's not been consistent nor has it been it's been uh, it's been a lot since april or so right but but over the over the course of the five years it's not been like agonizing for months on end or years on end it's like kind of sporadic little times where well, all of a sudden you get this excruciating the pain. first year and a half was pretty painful right? i'll be honest and then after right. that yes it was like sporadic and and not really anything that i was too concerned right about. and so and so in the last five years you've never had us you've never injured your back you know right. like you haven't been in a car accident or you right. haven't hurt it lifting weight no or, i just had a baby so, in 11 1 and 12 and well, 2 and no, 13 no, so that's what i'm saying so the oh. only thing that it could stem from if you there right. was damage to a vertebrae or damage to a disc or something to that nature would be from your pregnancy because there's nothing else out there or nothing else has happened that would have caused you an, an injury so right. we're kind of now, puzzled to what would have caused well i'll tell you issue. this you guys when i was pregnant with kj he had triple the amniotic fluid of a singleton you know pregnancy uh we don't even know why and he was the hardest pregnancy. It felt like I had triplets in there and I can definitely compare it to twins and he was harder than twins. So I wasn't a hard pregnancy at all? No, you were easy breezy. You were easy breezy. I mean, it's I mean, like I wasn't mom, even mom pregnant. Just like I... Just like I am right now, right? Yeah. Oh yeah, you're real. I'm just kidding. So when I was pregnant with him towards the last two months, above, I'd say, I'd say right where my kind of my kidneys are, above my waist a little bit on my back, a good seven inches, six to seven inches on each side, four inches wide. I had these almost like kidney shaped like bulging muscles almost at my back. My chiropractor has never seen it. And my OBGYN that has been practicing for 35 years has never seen that. Right. So imagine, imagine where people's butt crack ends, right? You go up about three inches and that's where the bulge started. It was your low back. It was the muscles supporting you because your abs obviously couldn't because you can't, you know, once you're pregnant to that point, your abs are worthless. And so that's what's holding you upright. You know, the, yeah. the, so those muscles were super overworked. So those same muscles reappeared slightly with cash, nothing too crazy and a little bit more with the twins. And then they would, you know, shortly after delivery within six weeks, they weren't as noticeable. I've never had that arch that I'd so desperately crave ladies where it makes your ass look bigger. And it's like this huge arch. It's just so sexy. I'm gonna- Actually, you do. <laughs> <laughs> not, not, not really. Not, not really. Well, not to the point that you not to the want point where more. I almost look like a weirdo. Where my ass, like, if I was to lay on my stomach, I want my ass like twelve inches up oh in the God. air, and my stomach like touching the bed, for example. Well, and so, so I'm telling you, every kid you had, your butt's gotten bigger. So, right. well, and so because you've had the hernia, and because you just have lacked uh, core strength for so many years, being pregnant. You, you're what's holding you up still to this day are those muscles. So those muscles are, you know, it's like if you do curls every single freaking day, you're going to have some big ass biceps. Well, if you work out your back muscles and that's the only thing holding you up, you're going to have some big ass back muscles. Okay. So cool. if you want to tone those down to have a bigger curve, you got to train something oh, else to hold you up, quiet, which is your abs. Be quiet. I can't even do a fucking ass. I know. That's a problem. Okay. So anyways, I had the baby in 11. Yeah. I had a baby in 12, 2 and 13. And then in 14, Dr. Hockstein, Leonard Hockstein in Miami, the king, uh, he had to perform. He fixed my hernia, which was incredibly large, and gave me a full tummy tuck at the same time, tightened all of my muscles, gave me a breast lift. Like I was back to 18, baby. All of that was well. So it gave me kind of a false sense of security. And my, when my core was also kind of had fascia and scar tissue. So that's really, really helped me over the years. And I think that's why I've not had any issues, honestly. Okay. We're all looking for a fresh start this time of year. And for most of us, our New Year's resolutions are about being healthier, but resolutions are hard. So hard that 80% of us fail at sticking to our resolutions each year. There's no quick fix when it comes to better health. It's all about starting good daily habits and 
actually sticking to them. Enter Ritual, the obsessively researched vitamin for women. Ritual's essentials have the nutrients most of us don't get enough of from our diets, all in their purest, cleanest form. No shady additives or ingredients that can actually do more harm to your body than good. Two easy-to-take capsules provide nine nutrients you need to build a stronger foundation for better health. From D3 to Omega-3, Ritual Essentials for Women fills a gap in a women's diet, all with fresh minty flavors and no fishy aftertaste. For obsessive label readers, all of Ritual's vegan-friendly, sugar-free, non-GMO, gluten-free, and allergen-free ingredients and their sources are 100% out there for the whole world to see. A subscription is easy to start and it's easy to snooze. It's only a dollar a day to have all the essential nutrients your body needs delivered every single month. Better health doesn't happen over night. Start your year with Essential for Women, a small step that helps create a healthy foundation for 2019 and beyond. Visit ritual.com forward slash house to start your ritual today. That's ritual.com forward slash house. Let's fast forward to LA. We're heading to LA. We're going to see Dr. Kasabian. I desperately need Botox. I desperately, desperately need Botox. You know, Botox, you guys, is a is an art. Like people can really make you look crazy. If you've kind of Google me, you know, a few years ago, my eyebrows were literally like Spock's. Isn't it Spock's where they're like up? Yeah, like, he, has, he has that kind of look. Horrible mm-hmm. eyebrows, okay? So anyways, Dr. Kasabian, I had a couple meetings there. I had a lot going on. Um, cashmere meetings, what have you. Get to LA, all is good, first day. It's actually pouring rain the entire trip. Which it was, yeah, which was never so happens. The only other time it's ever rained in like the 20 years I've been going there was Chloe's baby shower in right. March. Yeah. So, Same yeah. Same time of year, pretty much. Not really. Close. Close, yeah. Anyways, you guys. So first day's great. All is good, you guys. Next day, I wake up and my back is on fire. I can- well, not when you woke up. It was kind of you're like, oh man, I'm like yeah, I'm sore. You're like, geez, this is like sucks. Like you you started to feel like something was out of place. Yeah, but it wasn't like agonizing yet. Right. It was just kind of like ah. Eh. So I took some Excedrin, or no, I took Advil. And I had a couple of meetings that morning. So when I got out of the car to go to my meeting at 10 a.m., I was like dragging. It physically prevents me from walking. It's, it's like a very, you overcompensate with your hips, your whole, like my whole right side was a mess, but it was pulled on the left side. Anyways, as the day so, went on. So where, where exactly is, is the pain? Is it above your butt? It's is my it, butt. It's my, it's no, it it's inside your butt crack. It's basically at my tailbone. Like for, I'd say from my butt crack to about two inches above my, uh, above my right. top of my butt. So crack. the, so that like the very, like your tailbone and your low, low, low back. Yeah. Right. Either way, we don't need to be this explicit. Yeah. Basically my asshole yeah. itself wasn't hurting. Right. But deep inside the yeah. bones were. Yeah. Okay. Right. Oh, okay. okay. That's not explicit at all. Right. <laughs> so I'm like tucking my tailbone. It's, and it keeps like shocking me. Anybody that has back pain or muscle spasms knows what I'm saying. It keeps like, you don't want to move because you're afraid of that, that one second, like ping, jolt, squeezing like your muscles to death. Oh, it's hell. Anyways, we have to drive pretty far to get our eyebrows microbladed. Brielle and I get our eyebrows micro, microbladed at, um, Fusion Fusion, Fusion yeah. Artistry, which is about an hour drive from Los Angeles, worth the drive, you guys. Um, and so we're in the car and it's kind of like, eh, I'm embarrassed because I love to like arch my back and stick my ass out. And this type of injury that I've been getting is the exact opposite. I look like I'm a hundred years old with my ass tucked underneath. Like a dog's tail between us. No, it's not cute. Like there's nothing sexy about this. Well, we can definitely tell that you're in some sort of pain. Yeah. Well, so I'm, I'm like, you know, stressed. We stop, we get pizza, we get, so while Brielle goes and gets her eyebrows done first, I have Croy trying to do chiropractic moves, right? So I'm texting my chiropractor (laughs) and I'm like, what can we do? He says, you know, have Croy do this like muscle, this stomach thing where like I put my hand on my, on your stomach. I use my other hand and I push like really quickly to like your lower back and then I release. It's, I don't know what it's called. So I said, I I was willing to let Croy obviously try anything to, help me feel better well when croy did that instead of it which i hate when dr malucci does it to me and i'm always like holding his hand and preventing him from doing it but this time i'm wide open i'm like go ahead croy croy did it like somebody punched i almost threw up (laughs) i almost he punched me in the stomach 
He didn't do this did, trick that did Malucci not, did. I mean, I did. I just am stronger, no. I guess. I don't know. I did not. No, push. you have no idea what you're doing. I have an idea because he does it to me every it single is week. Absolute hell. So he was pulling my hips out. He was, I was laying on the, this lady's floor, concrete floor. I, it was, it was so I embarrassing. I was YouTubing. I YouTube. He was YouTubing. Yeah. Um, I was taking more Advil. And I had anti-inflammatories that I, or I'm sorry, muscle relaxer that I took with me. Thank God. I took that. That shit didn't work. Long story short, I'm miserable. We're going to go back to the hotel. I canceled all of my stuff. No dinners, no nothing. I get back to the hotel and I post on my Instagram, please, you guys, I need a chiropractor in Los Angeles. Right. Now, a little backstory on Dr. Malucci, our chiropractor. He's traveled to the Netherlands to learn stuff. He's way beyond. Yes, he does the Falcons, but he's way beyond a true chiropractor. He's kept my twins in me longer, I feel like. He's also brought down my blood pressure. He's he's adjusted he our- He fixes my head when things are out of place. He's, like my nose is not contacting with my brain. <laughs> I mean- When your brain's not working, he taps on it, yeah. which is often. Anyway, he's adjusted the babies since they were born. Kane, especially because he was born breach. So anyways, he's like a miracle worker. And, I, and I'm and i fully aware that not a lot of people um, are well, the so, way Malucci is. Right. So the big difference just is is most chiropractors uh, make, they don't make a ton of money, right? So the model in chiropractic school is is 15 minutes in and out, right? So they, in, yeah. they, they look at you, they pop the normal bones, and they send you out the door. Malucci at minimum spends an hour with each client. That just goes to show you how intensive his adjustments are. He, he checks energy. He can check just a lot of different things to really get your body aligned. And he has multiple different movements and multiple different adjustments for each certain area so that the body at the end works as a whole versus just kind of popping here and popping there and sending you on your way. And I'm, I'm a very, um, much a train wreck from a, I went to the windshield at 18, like I've told you guys in the past. And so I, my cranial bones are unstable. My hips from having so many children are unstable. So if Malucci was to adjust like my Atlas, for example, and he doesn't adjust my jaw, I would have a, a horrible migraine the following day. He just knows me too. And he's just thorough. Anyways, I post, need a chiropractor. My friend says, Oh, great. We have a chiropractor. Uh, she works with the LA Rams. I'm like, great, send her to my room, right? Please send her to my room. She's so sweet, so kind. She comes to my room about three hours later. Now, I know that when I have this type of injury that I cannot lay face down because basically the way that Malucci's explained it to me and what happens is, is that my tailbone is pushed forward. And so it needs to be pushed basically back out. And that's what he does when he does that little quick movement through the stomach to the back of my while spine. While you're laying on your back. While I'm laying on my back. Right. Well, she tells me to lay on my stomach and well, I Well, mind listen. you too, at this point, you are I really am. far gone. Like, uh, it, I'm as, crying. As, if you're talking about a scale that progressed through the day, you started at a one. By the time we got back to the hotel, you were at about a freaking six, maybe a seven. By the time she shows up, you're literally at like a 12. Like, you're, you're way far gone. Miserable. Yeah. So I'm like crying. And so she's adjusting me. She's trying everything. Um, and she, I feel some relief, you know, laying down. Well, after about 30 minutes, she's like, okay, let's get up. We're going to go over, you know, turn over to your back or whatever. Well, you guys, I physically can't get up. Like, I physically can't move. So I'm, my, I'm telling my body to get your fat ass up, move your legs, and I physically can't. Like, it's like I have no strength. I have no control. I'm extremely claustrophobic. So I started like going nuts with those thoughts. Like, I can't move. Oh my God. I let that go quickly because the pain was overriding it. So Croy's trying to show me on the floor how to get up, like basically rock back. So like rock back on my, put my butt basically on my heels, if that makes any sense. So I attempt that, but a second I'm at about a six inches up, ping, ping, my back is spazzing and like seizing up. So I just immediately drop. I am in so much pain, you guys. I'm hysterically crying. It's me, Croy, this chiropractor who's never met me, and Brielle in our room. <laughs> and I'm hysterically crying. And I'm like yelling at Croy, like, I can't f***ing get up. Like, you don't understand. Like, I'm not doing it because I'm a pussy. I'm not, I physically can't get up. So I, it took me about what, 40 minutes, 30, 40 minutes. Yeah, about 30. Probably. I had to talk to myself and say, okay, Kim. Well, so here, 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 I, I was, my, in theory, my. Mind you, my, I'm mad as Okay, right. Oh, of course. I'm so mad. It's well, all just, Croy's fault. No, you're mad at the world, right? Like it doesn't matter. It doesn't yeah. matter if it's me. Bri I'm so mad at the world. Yeah. 
hate you're you're just mad at the world because of the pain, right? Which is totally understandable. But so in theory, just from all of my athletic training and knowing what muscles are activated, in theory, with all of my training, with all of my uh, you know, understanding muscles and what activates and whatnot. My maneuver. He's never pushed a baby out of his crotch. Well, I, you know, but I still know what active, you know, what <laughs> you need to do. I'm just playing. I'm uh, starting to get mad at Croy again. You right. Guys. <laughs> so anyways, so if in theory you should, it, my maneuver to get up off the table would not have activated, activated your back muscles at all. You would have used arms, core and legs. That would have been it. But well, you, if that but, was the case, I wouldn't have been seizing up. Well, but you had already been seized up. Like you, I mean, you maybe could have gone from 11 to a 12 or 12 to a 13, but you had, you were already seized up. We could not get you to unseize. Your back was. This is a disclaimer. Anything that Croy says is 100% wrong right. at this time. Yeah. Didn't I don't know. Oh. Oh, I was, I thought you were talking about right now. No, at the time, it's like, I'm looking at Croy, so I'm really upset. I'm a pretty strong person. Very seldom do I, you know, cry and do that sort of thing. So I'm looking at Croy like, you should fucking read my mind. Like, you should know what I'm feeling, why I'm feeling it, and figure it out. You can figure out everything else, so figure this out. Well, I had figured it out, but you were so unresponsive. So then this smartass, Croy, says... Let me, he gets back on the floor. You no, guys. so I showed her one time, right? She tried it. It didn't work. So then she's like, well, maybe if I roll over and I'm like, nope. And you tried that. That didn't work because all of what you were trying to do, I knew was going to activate the back. You're going to use your back. So I was saying like, you know, I, you can try whatever you want. It's your, it's you. You're in the experience. It's you. I'm just here to offer my expertise and my advice. And so expertise. here's what I think. Right. Here, right. And here's what I think what you should do. So she's like, so then I said, well, maybe, you know, I don't think you're like, well, how do you do it again? Or I think that's how you asked me. Like, no, sure. Didn't ask how to do it again. Well, yeah. Cause you, otherwise I, just I wouldn't said, have showed so you what are again. you saying? Corey? And you're like, right. let me show you again. If right. I could have taken a hammer to Croy's face at well, that moment, I would have, <laughs> because it's like, I don't know this chiropractor. So I'm a little bit embarrassed and I'm in so much pain and I'm crying hysterically. And then this jackass wants to get in front of me and not, not only show me once, but show me twice. Well, so I was offering my. I think even if Croy was a skilled chiropractor, he was Malucci 2.0. Anything he said in that moment, because I think you were in so much pain, was like null and void. I think that you were just blocking out what we had to say because you just weren't even like well, in the right mind frame. I right. Think you so, were, so but it's Kim's, like so, con- so, I felt it, like it was kind of condescending. Like, let me show you again so how that, to get your fat was, ass up. That, no, that was that was the angry Kim's ears hearing that. Had you not been in pain <laughs> and not been angry at the world, you, you know what heard. I feel like you should do when people are in this kind of pain, you guys. And my husband knows me, right? We've been together eight plus years. He knows me. He knows that, like, even in labor, this isn't my behavior. I would have rather have had a child. He probably should have just. Got down to my level and said, "Sweetie, like, what? What do you think? Take your time." <laughs> I did. Take no, you didn't. He did. Yes, he no, did. No, he yes, didn't. I did. You, I said, uh, "What can I do?" You're I, no, but I he's said, doing it. He's not. Do. Not said, this. No, no, no. What? He's like, "What? What can I do, Kim?" He's not. What can I do, no, babe? That, yes. again, that's angry ears of Kim, not not no. non pain Kim ears. That's you were so angry at the world. It, I could have been talking like a mouse, and you would have been like, "Why are you?" speaking to me like that you know because you're just you're so frazzled like but understandably so we were into like hour five or six of you being in significant pain at that point so the chiropractor is saying like hey i think you probably need to go to the hospital are you okay with that it's like sweetie i don't famous or not i'm in fucking pain and i need to get to the hospital sure but how am i gonna get there because there's no way i'm bringing up stretcher into this hotel and I'm being wheeled out in one. So I'm thinking to myself this whole time, I'm in a lot of pain. I physically also guys, she is leaning on the chiropractor's table. So we need to get her off the no, table. Wait, so I haven't so even gotten off yet. Hold on. Go. Okay. Who else has tried FabFitFun? If you don't already know what it is, it's a seasonal box with full size. Yes, I said full size beauty, fitness and lifestyle products. Their winner editor's box is Epic. It has products like a knit throw from Mark and Graham, an exfoliating scrub from Kate Somerville, ceramic bowl set from Pier One, and that is just the beginning of it. Don't miss out, you guys, because they sell out super duper fast. Check out www.fabfitfun.com and use code Kim so that you can save 40% off your first box, making it only $29.99. Again, that's fabfitfun.com and use code Kim. You guys deserve to treat yourself. So I, I take about 40 minutes and I, I shimmy myself, women, men, to the 
like I, I do end up getting off by shift, like shifting my hips and like, and using my, my knees, they get on the floor and I kind of push myself up from the, it was ex- you like fall off the table, kind of roll at the same time to your knees, then kind of, because stand. I know I that bizarre. She, I want, I, a, I want this chiropractor, not no disrespect to her out of my room because I'm embarrassed. And I want her to go work on Brielle so that, so that I can have my own space and either stab Croy in the eye with yeah. a needle uh-huh. or call nine one one. So I, the second I go to stand up, you guys, I, my back is spazzing and like seizing up. Yeah, it goes to a hundred. It goes to a hundred and it stays that way. So it's no more of these, these periodic jolts of agonizing pain. It's a consistent on a scale of, she kept asking me on a scale of one to 10. I said, it's a fucking 40. It's a 40. So it, it seized up for, for over 45 minutes. I have never today and hope to never, I'm going to knock on some wood be in that kind of pain again. I wouldn't wish that upon my worst enemy. So now the only thing that would alleviate my pain prior to the chiropractor was kind of sitting forward and leaning like on, say, like underneath my butt cheeks on my thighs and kind of leaning forward on a on a table, a kitchen table that was actually in the hotel room. So I try I was using her bed, her um, chiropractic bed to lean forward on, which was much lower than the table, but it was still, you know, I mean, there's nothing I did was working. So I always have, as you guys know, an emergency Xanax, two of them in my bag in case I ever get stuck in an elevator. And I always have an emergency pain pill. God forbid somebody hurt themselves or need something before paramedics can get there. So Croy, the one thing he did right was go and get the pain pill. So he brought the pain pill to me and I took that. And for 45 minutes, I dealt with agonizing pain. And I, meanwhile, Brielle's correct. I'm leaning on the chiropractor's table. So Brielle's in the other room, by the way, in her own room. On a makeshift, dude. She's like chiropracting on me on the bed. <laughs> Mind you, Brielle's like, wait a minute. Did this girl fuck up my mom? Which she didn't. And now my mom's encouraging me to get adjusted. So Brielle's like slightly like oh really like thinking to herself my mom's a shady bitch okay because yeah, like I'm a little concerned and I'm on a bed and which has no support because it's soft and squishy and so like nothing's popping really <laughs> it just was it was just <laughs> so then the Brielle's like I think we need to call 911 Croy and and Croy's like we're not and she's like it's my mother and he's like, it's my wife. We're not calling. He said, my, no, he said, mind your business. And I said, it's my mother. Yeah. <laughs> I think everybody is. No, because she said, I'm calling 911. I said, no, you're not. Mind your business. And she's like, she's my mother. And I said, and I kind of looked at her like, okay, nobody's taking <laughs> like, that away from you. You're we know. a psychopath. <laughs> you're a we psychopath. Know. So I look at Croy in his face, you guys, and I'm like, get the f- out of my face now like a crazy bitch <laughs> like a f-ing crazy Mom, bitch you're literally gonna sound insane maybe we shouldn't post this podcast <laughs> i don't care i don't care that was the worst pain to date i've ever been in in yeah. my lifetime so i feel like but, it- she, but at the same time all she's saying is cray help me cray help me help me what do i do help me and it's all like i'm well cray can do anything What's- he can figure out anything he can fix anything he can <laughs> can make things he can take things right. down why are you not fixing me because i and i'm trying to offer my advice and you are not receptive to one single thing it's just, but understandably i don't you you i get so it so i don't know if this fucking guy ex- expected me to explain in exact in, in detail no. what i was fucking feeling i knew what you were feeling i'm saying i i get why you were unresponsive but you just it was it was i don't know like I, I was trying to help you. You were unresponsive, yet you still wanted my help, but then you didn't want my help. It was just, it was, I don't know. It was, but Here's so finally, what I'll say. I think the part that was frustrating on me and Croy's end was that we gave you every solution to move If I could choke you, you through the f***ing phone, I would. <laughs> I couldn't move. move. I couldn't. Right. Okay, so I know you couldn't. I couldn't move. I just right. physically couldn't move. So the pain pill, so check this out, you guys. Ready? So the pain pill kicks in a little bit. Like it's enough for me to use a chair as a walker, which I'd already been doing prior to the chiropractor getting there to get around. And I dealt with this seizing up and the spasm consistently in my back. There was no relief. It's like I having say, ca- your ass looked weird. It looked like it was like, Oh, I could choke you out right now. Like just the kidding. muscle was like, yeah. so, so, so you guys, the other something. thing too is that if you were to look at me, my, my muscles, my butt was flexed. You know, and like you flex your muscles, my butt was permanently flexed and it remained this way for several days. Okay. So my, 
instead of my butt being relaxed, it was completely in a flexed position. And the muscles that I was talking about that were bulging were bulging out by five or six inches at this point from the back. So I get to the bed and the chiropractor is like willing to do anything. And so my, I'm texting my, my chiropractor here in Atlanta. Malucci helped me God. He said, well, you need to do that, that trick. You know, I said, well, Croy punch me in the stomach. I can't. <laughs> and, and he said, well, have her push with Just a give you know, consistent pressure, consistent pressure, yeah. you know, kind of between your crotch and your belly button area. Yeah. Well, she takes her palm and this girl is strong as a flip. She takes her palm and pushes on my pelvis, basically my pelvic bone. And she's pushing it into the bed. She's taking all of her weight into my pelvis. And she held it there for over 45 minutes. And she just kept saying to me, you're the strongest patient I've ever worked on. You are the strongest patient. But that was alleviating the spasms. I can deal with back pain. I can deal with being hunched over. I can't deal with those spasms. So she did that. She put so much pressure on there, you guys, for over an hour and a half total that my vagina was black the next morning, completely bruised. That's how much pressure. But that was the only thing that kind of helped me. Right. Well, so we'll fast forward here. She does that. You know, she she says her goodbyes, you know, help you feel better. Really think about going to the doctor. Really check this out, whether you do it here, when you get home, whatever. Really should go to the hospital, right. Kim. So, but she she heads out. We get you comfortable. You sleep maybe two hours that night. And in the morning, you wake up in and you're trying to like see and feel like how you're feeling obviously still in a, in a lot of pain i see you know we, we get you up out of the bed and she's standing in front of the mirror and it literally looks like two babies or a, a baby is got its feet pushed out her back like you could like they mm-hmm. they were so the muscles were so contracted still in the morning yeah. they were still so contracted and flexed to the point where it literally looked like a baby had its feet from the inside pressing out along and her so spine. i'm like see See, now you know how much pain I was in. Now you can see what I was talking about. Nobody was discrediting the fact that she was in pain. I know, but but you know, it was like satisfaction for me. (laughs) Again, my ass is still in a flex position. So those two little baby feet that are sticking out of my back are in so much pain, not spazzing. They're just extremely sore. Why don't you try holding a weight for 24 hours, a 40 pound weight, you know, and like your muscles are so sore, they're burning. So I just want to go home. So, yep. So, so. You do nothing. We, we, I literally, I pack up the room. Right, she's everything. laying, she's laying in the, in the bed. Mind for you guys, like four or five I left hours. out the fact that when I arrived back from getting my eyebrows done, I walked up seven flights of stairs crying my f-ing eyes out. I was in so much pain because I don't do elevators. Mind you, leaving LA, I walked back down seven flights of stairs because I'll be damned if I'm going to be in agony and stuck in an elevator. Right. So. I pack up the room. I, I said, you have to just do nothing because if, if you do something and we get back to a bad place, you're not going to be able to get on a plane. We're going to get stuck here. I said, so at least just let's do nothing. So we load her up on Advil right before we leave the room. We get her in the car. We, long story short, we, you know, we get her in the plane. We, we get home. Well, I'm worried about paparazzi. And so we, we she's barely walking through right. the airport, you guys, by the way. Like, <laughs> Rio, it, like you know what Rio says to me? No, no, no. So, Thankfully, there was no paparazzi and, and the, my cashmere team that got the car and took the car from us and stuff was kind of shielding everything. So I was able to kind of get into the airport before that. And I'm in so much pain and I have to take off like this, this hooded sweatshirt that I have that's kind of concealing the fact that I look like an idiot. And I'm just, I'm like, I'm just crying. It's, I'm literally trying to hide my tears. And Brielle's like, I, I mean, honestly, mom, don't even worry about it. It just looks like you've had a lot of plastic surgery. <laughs> like she had like her whole body reconstructed. So she can't stand up straight. And like, I'm like, are you, I was so pissed. Like- <laughs> you guys, I couldn't even wipe my own ass. Okay. If that tells you anything, I just wanted to get to my chair. Going on the plane was also a horrible thing that I had to do a four and a half hour flight home because the fluid in my back, I was just miserable. She was so mad sitting there. I wanted to still choke (laughs) my husband out. Both were mad. I think you both were mad. Well, it's like, you know, so again, had this happened in California or Georgia, it would have been somewhat okay, but it's, we're in California. So. I get home. Croy has to push me through uh, Hartsfield, Atlanta airport in a wheelchair. 
which it's one o'clock in the morning. So it's like, okay, but I'm embarrassed. Like, I I mean, people know who I am. They're like, is she pregnant? Is she, what the is she doing? So I'm really embarrassed being in this wheelchair, but I don't have a choice. I only do things you guys when like I'm dying. You know what I mean? Like I don't do shit when it's like minor, but when it's like, this is like, I'll ride in the wheelchair. So I just, I, I text my friends at Emory hospital and I say, listen, I really need to see somebody first thing in the morning. I'm seeing my chiropractor at 12. So I need to see somebody prior to that so that he doesn't fix what's up and then they don't know. So I go and I see a chiropractor. I mean, I go and see a doctor, orthopedic surgeon here in Atlanta. He takes x-rays. What does he do? Has me get on my stomach. What happens? It starts to spaz up again. He gives me anti-inflammatories and muscle relaxers and takes x-rays. My spine looks perfectly straight. There's no curvature in my spine whatsoever. And I'm sure that that has to do with the way that I'm standing. So he sends me on my way, tells me I need physical therapy. So ultimately he says, look, you, you probably injured the tailbone during during delivery delivery and it never healed healed properly. So, so you need to, you know, build some strength around these joints, mainly your hip joint, your tailbone joint, your back, your abs, you know, you need to really build some strength. Great, sir. Thank you so much for this information. That's going to take months to fucking do. (laughs) He says, or, you know, basically when, when you're in this situation and I know, I he know said, this I experience. feel bad for you. It's, it, this is extremely painful. Right. And that was a little bit comforting. Right. Like I wasn't a psychopath. Right. And, and, but from seeing guys go through, you know, back injuries and how they deal with it, you know, you really are limited on your options. You physical therapy, you can do some more aggressive things with, with shots into joints and things like that. And then when those things don't work, it's, it's surgery. Like in, and then those surgeries are major and you're fusing and you're plating and it's, it's, you know, at this point, I don't even care because it hurts so bad. And my neck, I've dealt with neck pain for most of my life because of this car accident. And so at this point, it's not something that, you know, it's something that I've kind of dealt with on and off. I've never taken pain pills for, I've never taken muscle relaxers for, I just kind of deal with it. And I realize that like, I don't have to really live like that anymore. You know, my posture is terrible. It's hard for me to stand up straight. And I do lack a lot of strength. It's something that I need to focus on. And he's right. So I also have a physical therapist that comes to my house every week. And his name is Mr. Dixon, Dr. Dixon. And he does dry needling, which has really helped the muscles in my back as well. So he sends me on my way, says physical therapy three to four times a week, and I'll see you back in two weeks. If this doesn't work, then we're going to do some shots basically into the joints. We put you to sleep. Corey tells me, which I'm not real familiar with that. You really don't want that. No. I head to my chiropractor. I trust him literally with my life. So I just lay there like a dummy. I let him do everything. He pushed that little trick through my stomach four times. I wanted to just punch him in the head, but I felt decent. I got up. But usually when he does this, you guys, I'm up and I'm good. I still couldn't really walk, but it's like I took his whole lunch break because he, this man's booked for months at a time. I took his whole lunch break. So it's like, I'm just going to go home. So I go home. I lay in the bed. I'm just oh, so flipping miserable. I'm trying to figure out what sparked kind of this agonizing pain. What I did, is it a movement that I made? What is it? How can we fix it? So, I mean, at the end of the day, you know, we've kind of dealt with, it was hell. I couldn't do a podcast if my life depended on it, you guys. There's no way. Yeah, I couldn't get it to the... I couldn't get to the podcast. And even if he was to bring it to me in our room, I was laying on my side and it was agonizing. But the Celebrex and the anti-inflammatories at least, or the um, Celebrex and the muscle relaxers Mm -hmm. at least allowed me to... To like, it got you over the hump, per yeah. Se, but it got it took, me over the. It, it took, took a good four days, like five, six four, days, four or five days. Yeah, yeah. I guess five. Yeah, five days. Yeah. We've all been hearing about the positive health benefits from CBD. It's a safe, effective, plant-based approach to well-being. However, not all CBD is created equally. So where do you turn for a truly natural approach? Sagely Naturals is just that. It's derived from natural origins, sourced from organic, non-GMO hemp. They triple lab test every batch so you know what you're getting, and they'll remove all trace amounts of THC so you don't have to worry at all about feeling quote-unquote high. Plus, for those of us that are watching labels closely, it's also free from parabens, synthetic fragrance, artificial colors, dyes, and sulfates. Check out the Relief and Recovery line. Perfect if maybe you overdid it in your workout and you're looking for some relief to revive your body, or if you're already feeling stressed this year. Their Tranquility products are also amazing to facilitate relaxation, find balance, and to help you unwind. I've got a special offer just for my listeners. Go to sagelynaturals.com. That's sagelynaturals.com and enter the code KIM for 20% off your first order. You can't find 20% anywhere else. So don't forget to enter code Kim at checkout. Get back to doing what you love most with Sagely Naturals. These statements have not been evaluated by the Food and Drug Administration. 
We'll be right back with House of Kim. Alexa isn't the only one with breaking news. Make sure to hang around at the end of this podcast for the latest breaking headlines on the AP News Minute. Jessica Graff here from Big Brother 19 and winner of The Amazing Race Season 30. But more importantly, I'm a new wife and I have a baby on the way. I will be sharing this journey with all of you on my new podcast called Now What? Each week, I'll be getting personal, answering your questions and asking some of my own. So don't forget to subscribe to my new podcast with the direct message in Podcast One called Now What? Available on Podcast One or wherever you get your podcasts. And now back to House of Kim. So I'm miserable, and I have to be honest with you, it really slowed me, it really stopped me dead in my tracks because I've never been in a position, unless it's been elective, tummy tuck, boobs, or whatever, where I couldn't do something. I couldn't do anything for the kids. I couldn't do anything for myself. It was extremely frustrating for somebody like myself that's always on the go. And so I do vow in 2019 to take better care of myself. And I do believe that had I taken care of this situation or had it looked at back in April when it really got bad, or even five years ago, that I wouldn't probably be in this position today. So I think it's a no. And especially for all moms, because we're always on the go, we always have 101 things going on. We put everybody before ourselves. That if you're not healthy, health is wealth. If you're not healthy, what what's the point? I was literally stuck in the bed. Croy had to take him to basketball. I couldn't do shit. So I was able to go to their basketball game because I didn't want to miss it. So this is a funny story. Croy says, hey, I'm going to bring a chair for you for the basketball game. Sometimes we can get a chair. Sometimes we can't. Sometimes they have enough. Sometimes they don't. So we bring this chair. Croy said, it's like a fold-up chair, but it has a pad on it. That way, you know, it, it will work. So I always go to the end of the row, Croy and I, and we kind of sit there with the twins and and watch Cash and KJ play. So we're sitting there watching the game, and you hear this like, bah, bah, and I'm, I look over to the right, and one of the dads, who's so sweet, fell flat on his ass. The entire chair broke. It- <laughs> like out from underneath him. He wasn't even doing anything. <laughs> So the way the chair unfolds is it is it reaches a point where there's like a you know a mechanism that holds it kind of right there and that mechanism gave loose and so it totally like it totally sandwiched it like flattened out the chair just kept going like there was no mechanism to hold the chair up and totally sandwiched so he hits the ground he does like this little roly poly roll backwards you know and and you know poor guy he's just embarrassed i go over there i'm like oh my god that was so athletic because he literally like (laughs) he looked like a ninja who says that right because he looked like a ninja when he hit the ground he like bounced it and rolled and it was it was and he was up and he was totally fine and and i was like dang i I don't even know if i could have been that athletic when a chair freaking pops out from underneath you and uh so he was like oh yeah right you know and but it was it was funny and and i don't know but and he looks over me he's like and if i hear about this on your podcast i swear to god (laughs) so i had to tell that story just because it was really funny but you guys my point is had it been me in that chair i would have been royally he had no idea that my back was injured and so anyways everything happens for a reason but i have been and was so incredibly frustrated croy rubbed my back you guys with cashmere lavender oil and coconut oil um for hours and hours and that really helped with the inflammation um so thank you honey for that that was very very sweet of you and i think that's ultimately you know what got me over the hump you know brielle will not let me tell you guys um dr malucci's first name because he is so incredible and so busy. <laughs> he has a brother, so you guys can can pick which Malucci and pray you get the right one. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> we'll have Malucci on our podcast, you guys, um, very soon. And we'll have people kind of write in and ask questions that he can answer. He's really awesome. Um, so anyways, that's the story on my back, you guys. So I, I'm very sorry that I've kind of been out of the loop, um, wasn't posting, wasn't doing podcast at all uh was barely uh surviving so i'm glad that i'm back up and running thank you for brielle thank you brielle for being so sweet in los angeles she, she oh, brielle, you're welcome. brielle will definitely uh f- somebody up when it comes to her mama that's for sure so there's no <laughs> there's no doubt about that and the poor chiropractor was like i think she was scared to death like oh my god what did i do to this girl oh my god this is terrible and then she texts me the next day hey just checking on you i hate to see you like that you know blah 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 She's checked on me a couple more times. She's really, really sweet. Um, but yeah, that was definitely hell, you guys. So, well, I'm just, I'm glad we're through it and, and we're going to get over, we're over the hump now. 
And now we're. And I thank you also, you guys. I posted because I wanted other orthopedics advice because I wasn't getting better. You know me. I think I should get better in ten minutes, and it was taking days. And so there was a lot of people that have written in. There was a doctor specifically out of Michigan who wrote in and talked about kind of just hormone balances and stuff that affect that area, and which was really a sweet email. A lot of doctors. I also sent my X-rays over to another doctor in Florida. I didn't get the chance to hop on the phone um, with him, but you guys are just so so incredibly sweet. I'm so grateful for all your advice your emails um because we really appreciate it and i really needed it at that time right. because i just it was a friday night and i was just like down in the dumps about not really being able to be a mom or a wife or anything so anyhow that's that you guys i'm not really looking to go to la anytime soon um I, we were supposed to go like a month ago and we ended up having to postpone that. And then, uh, this last trip obviously wasn't all that great. And usually LA is one of my favorite places, but I think we're going to try to stick around here, um, for a little bit. So let's talk about hotel tonight. Hotel Tonight makes it easy to book an awesome hotel at amazing rates. They're basically a matchmaker between top-rated hotels that have unsold rooms and people who just want to book a room. And even though the name's Hotel Tonight, it isn't just for last-minute bookings. You can book for tonight, tomorrow, and beyond. Whether you're a planner or a procrastinator like me, you can use Hotel Tonight to lock down your vacation plans. So to start finding sweet deals at cool hotels you actually want to stay at, start using Hotel Tonight now. We will be moving on to our positive segment. Keeping it positive. Enjoy, people. It's our positive segment. Turn that frown upside down. We are getting back into the seven principles for making a marriage work, you guys. We're going to be talking about what actually does make a marriage work, even though I wanted to strangle my husband in Los Angeles just one week ago. <laughs> well, and again, this is this is according to uh, Mr. John Gottman, yes, who is a, uh, a PhD, years and years of experience in scientific research. Basically, and what study. John said in the book was, "Don't choke out your husband." He was being so sweet to you. That's not at all the yeah, truth. But I don't okay. know. that's why he's, that's why he's sticking up for John Gottman. No, I'm just kidding. Know. Okay, you guys. So this is from John himself. The advice he used to give couples earlier in his career was pretty much what you'd hear from virtually any marital therapist. At the time, nothing but the same old pointers about conflict resolution and communication skills. But after looking squarely at his own data, he had to face the harsh facts. Getting couples to disagree more, quote unquote, nicely might reduce their stress level while they argued, but frequently it wasn't enough to pump life back into their marriages. The right course for these couples became clear only after he had now analyze and now analyze. I'm going to read in. I'm not going to do third person anymore, y'all, because it's just too tricky. The right course for these couples became clear only after I anal analyzed the interactions of spouses whose marriages sailed smoothly through troubled waters. Why was it that these marriages work so well? What the f are you staring at? I'm Corey? watching. I'm listening to you read. You're staring no, at I'm me. No, I'm not. What? I'm listening to you read. You're staring at me. Okay. <laughs> We're these master couples more intelligent and stable or simply more fortunate than the rest could whatever they had been taught to others it soon became apparent that these happy marriages were never perfect unions. some couples who said that they were very satisfied with each other still had significant differences in temperaments interests and family values conflict was not infrequent they argued just as unhappy couples did over money jobs kids housekeeping sex and in-laws the mystery was how they so navigated their way through these difficulties and kept their marriage happy and stable. It took studying hundreds of couples to uncover the secrets of these emotionally intelligent marriages. No two marriages are ever the same, but the more closely my research team and I looked at happy marriages, the more evident it became that they were alike in seven, ten, the more they were alike in seven telltale ways. Happily married couples may not be aware that they follow these seven principles, but they actually all do. Unhappy marriages always came up short in at least one of these seven areas, and usually in many of them. By mastering these seven principles, you can ensure that your own marriage will thrive. You'll learn to identify which of these components are weak spots or potential weak spots in your relationship and to focus your attention where you most need it. In the chapters ahead, we'll fill you in on all the secrets to maintaining or regaining, in fact, a happy marriage and to hold your hand as you apply the techniques to your own relationships. Friendship versus fighting. At the heart of the seven principles approach is the simple truth that happy marriages are based on deep friendships. By this, I mean a mutual respect for and enjoyment of each other's company. These couples tend to know each other intimately. They are well-versed in each other's likes, dislikes, personality quirks, hopes, and dreams. They have an 
abiding regard for each other and express their fondness, not just in big ways, but through small gestures day in and day out. Take the case of hardworking Nathaniel, who's employed by an import business and works very long hours. In another marriage, his schedule might be a major liability, but he and his wife, Olivia, have found ways to stay connected. They talk or text frequently throughout the day. When she has a doctor's appointment, he remembers to call to see how it went. When he has a meeting with an important client, she'll check to see how that went. When they have children, I'm sorry, when they have children, (laughs) when they have chicken for dinner, she gives him his drumsticks because she knows he likes them the best. When he makes blueberry pancakes for the kids on Saturday mornings, he'll leave the blueberries out of hers because he knows that she doesn't like them. Although he's not religious, he accompanies her to church every Sunday because it's important to her. And although she's not crazy about spending a lot of time with her relatives, she's pursued a friendship with Nathaniel's mother and sisters because family matters so much to him. It's all of these sound humdrum and unromantic. it all sounds humdrum and unromantic. It's anything but. In small but important ways, Olivia and Nathaniel are maintaining the friendship that is the foundation of their love. As a result, they have a marriage that is far more passionate than do couples who punctuate their lives together with romantic vacations and lavish anniversary gifts, which of those help too, but but have fallen out of touch in their daily lives. Friendships fuel the flames of romance because it, it offers the best protection against feeling basically angry towards your spouse because Nathaniel and Olivia have kept their friendship strong. Despite the inevitable disagreements and irritations of married life, their experience one is known technically as positive sentiment override or PSO, a concept first proposed by the university of Oregon psychologist, Robert Weiss. This means that their positive thoughts about each other and their marriage are so persuasive that they tend to supersede their negative feelings. It takes as it takes a much more significant conflict for them to lose their equilibrium as a couple than it would otherwise. Their positivity causes them to feel optimistic about each other and their marriage, to have positive expectations about their lives together, and to give each other the benefit of the doubt. I think that's so cool because... Which I gave to Croy last week in LA, the benefit of the doubt. <laughs> I'm just kidding, baby. you can translate to that to this relationship or to a relationship that you're in. You can also translate that to, to your life. The more positive you are and the more positive outlook that you have on your future or on your current situation, the the stronger the negativity has to be to sway you from your goal or to 100%. sway you from your thing. Right. So that that encompasses your entire life from your job to your marriages to your right. to your goals to your positivity bank account to everything. Positivity. So the more positivity that you have, the more you know, a minor negative thing is not going to knock you off course. So cool. That's really cool. Here's a simple question. Olivia and Nathaniel are getting ready to host a dinner party. Nathaniel calls, where are the napkins? And Olivia yells back, they're in the cupboard. Because their marriage is founded on a firm friendship, he shrugs off her tone of voice and focuses instead on the information Olivia has given him that the napkins are in the cupboard. He attributes her anger to some fleeting problem that has nothing to do with him. Kim in LA, like she's feeling time pressured. He can't get the cork out of the wine bottle. However, if their marriage was troubled, he would be more likely to sulk or yell back, "Never mind, you get him," which is something I would do probably <laughs> on occasion. I do like to pop off at the mouth, as y'all know. One way of looking at this positive override is similar to the set point approach to weight loss. According to this popular theory, the body has a quote unquote set weight that it tries to maintain. Thanks to homeostasis, no matter how much or how little you diet, your body has a strong tendency to hover at that weight. Only by resetting your body's metabolism, say by exercising regularly, dieting, etc., can really help you lose those pounds for good. In a marriage, positivity and negativity operate similarly. Once your marriage gets a quote-unquote set at a high degree of positivity, it'll take far more negativity to harm your relationship than if you if your set point was lower. And if your relationship becomes overwhelmingly negative, it'll be more different and difficult, I'm sorry, it'll be more difficult to repair. Most marriages start off with such a high point set that it is very hard for either partner to imagine their relationship derailing. But far too often, this blissful state does not last. Over time, irritation, resentment, and anger build up to the point that the friendship becomes more and more of an abstraction. The couple may may pay lip service to it, but it's no longer their daily reality. Eventually, they end up in a quote-unquote negative sentiment override. Everything gets interpreted in an increasingly negative manner. Words said in a neutral tone of voice are taken personally. The husband says you're not supposed to run the microwave without food in it. The wife sees this as an attack. She says something like, don't tell me what to do. (laughs) I'm the one who actually reads the manuals, and another battle begins. That's kind of funny. 
Don't you think? I love that. It's so funny. I don't love that, but it's, it's, I think probably very, very true. I could see some of that with my parents growing up when I was little, you know, and I've seen it in, in friends relationships and, and just other relationships too. And, and I think you could, you could see like best friends. If you're talking instead of a marriage, you know, where, where there isn't that, that contract or that, that really tight woven relationship, just like girl best friends or, or guy best friends where somebody, you know, that, that friendship starts to unravel and before you know it, you guys are at each other's throats and she, you know, said something rude to Susie Q, but it's, it's just, it's all, it's all relative. It's all has, it all comes from that basis. It's kind of, you know, you're walking around and, and your partner says something like, oh, f- him. What did you say? I don't even care what she said. You know, uh, we don't really have that very often, do we? I don't, I don't have that with you very often. I'll tell you last week in LA though, huh? I had a lot of that. Actually, I vaguely remember my what, what I was saying. I just remember exactly how I was feeling. So, right. uh, but no, I definitely feel well, like I think sometimes there's there's you know this pain, is extenuating circumstances, right? Right, of excruciating course. amounts of pain. You know, like somebody's very injured or or pregnancy right. or or labor or you know they broke their leg or a car. You know, like there's certain situations in life that where you you know you you get like a, a free pass per se where. You're not really yourself, you know, right, the element that you're in takes you out of who you are and you're just, it's just fight or flight. You know, it's, you're, you're exactly fighting right. or you're flighting, you know, like, so I guess the goal is to you guys look at your partner in a more positive light, even if it kills you. Okay. Well, look at and, your and, positive and a more, look at your partner in a more positive light, you know, wake up in the morning thinking positive thoughts, thinking you're going to have a great day with your partner, do something nice, do a few things that are nice, do a nice gesture, send a cute text, you know, have dinner ready. I I don't know. There's a number of things that you could do, but just try something different and see the response that you get. I think you guys will be surprised. Well, yeah, that's, that's great advice. And and what I gathered from, from the little snippet that we just dealt with is the center or the core, the foundation of these seven principles is the friendship that started the relationship. At one point, you guys were best friends, whether you're married or still are best friends. Or, But what did you do? That what? Why did you enjoy spending time with that person? Was it the same the same interest? Was she funny? Was he funny? Was was she cute? What, you know, like, don't lose sight and of I that friendship too, and that build that friendship. I think, too, that what happens is that people change, you know? As people grow and they change. And I think, you know, like, I'm a Taurus, y'all, and, you know, I don't really like change too much, but people do change. They grow. Life evolves. You add children to the mix. You add different jobs. You're in a home, whatever you, so you have to evolve and you have to grow and accept and enjoy the process that you're in. It's not always going to be the same. Right. Of course. But, but your friendship has to evolve, right? So interests change. So just because when you met somebody, they had no interest in old classic cars. And then one day he just happened to be flipping through a magazine and something caught his eye. And then all of a sudden he starts this new hobby of old classic cars. You have to evolve. And maybe one day you take him to the auto auction in Tampa, Florida, you know, because for his birthday, because that's what he, right. all of a sudden, like you have to evolve with your friend. Right. Or you're, you're or it's going to, you know, it's going to dissolve. That friendship will dissolve because those new interests that they, and people, you know, when you're young, you love going to the club and partying in the local watering hole. And then when you're 50, you like going to the park and the rose garden and then, you know, spending right. time with your kids or right. like the club is no longer interesting to you. So, well, it shouldn't be. And if it is, then right. it's time so, to probably uh, reevaluate that. As well, well. It, if, if, if the you're, club, you know, right. 35 and older, but or whatever. that's why people separate because, Somebody either evolves past. One of our friends separated recently. We were shocked. They've been married for like 25 years. And he was always in the bar every night. Right. Super respectable, you know, jobs. Uh, always in the bar every night. And like, to me, that was like shocking and fucking weird. But that's, he still had that interest. And, and if she didn't and wanted to be doing something different, like that was maybe Obviously, a main connector yeah. of, of their well, friendship. Well, they're getting divorced now. Right. So that was probably a main connector of their friendship. And that when that's no longer there, then then she doesn't feel like she has a friend anymore. I think maybe that's what I'm interpreting. No, I totally I agree and understand and hear you. Yeah. All right, you guys. Well, thank you so much for tuning into this episode of House of Kim. I swore that you guys were going to have this podcast, which is today Monday up earlier than than now. But KJ's uh, not feeling well, and we've been dealing with that. And I mean, it's Brielle came back from the Bahamas. It's just been it's been insane. So you will have your podcast up Wednesday morning for your drive to work. I can promise you that. And we will be back on track. Thanks, you guys, so much for tuning into this episode of House of Kim. We really appreciate you. 
Thanks for listening to House of Kim with Kim Zolciak Beerman. Catch new episodes weekly exclusively on PodcastOne.com, on the Podcast One app, and subscribe on Apple Podcasts. If you love the show, don't forget to leave a rating and review. I want to give a big shout out to our sponsors who help make this podcast possible week after week. Ritual, head over to ritual.com slash house to start your ritual today. FabFitFun, head over to FabFitFun.com and use coupon code Kim for 40% off your first box. Sagely, go to sagelynaturals.com and enter promo code Kim for 20% off your first order. Hotel Tonight, to start scoring amazing deals at incredible hotels, go to hotelstonight.com or download the app now. Hey, it's Paige DeSorbo from Giggly Squad. High quality fashion without the price tag. Say hello to Quince. I'm snagging high-end essentials like cozy cashmere sweaters, sleek leather jackets, fine jewelry, and so much more. With Quince being 50 to 80% less than similar brands. And they partner with factories that prioritize safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. I love that. Luxury quality within reach. Go to quince.com slash style to get free shipping and 365-day returns on your next order. Quince.com slash style.